Between the lines. Hey, let's just admit it. You, we had to restart that one because you started <laughs> off with between the two lines again. That's the and worst. So let's get back it's to the between worst. the ferns or between the lines. Between <laughs> yeah. the lines. You're Junior and I'm Scott, <laughs> <laughs> and it is March seventh and good, Tuesday. Good being with all of you. We're gonna yep. get going in Genesis chapter four. We realized yesterday we were 16 minutes. That's way too long, and yep. we try to keep these at 10 minutes. And uh, I know when I when I listen to myself, it, it can get long. Well, it's hard for Genesis because there's just such good stuff yeah. in here and a lot yeah. of confusing stuff sometimes. And we had a longer uh, proverb yesterday. But let's okay, let's get to it. Genesis 4, go ahead and start reading. Or no, it's me. Yeah. I'm supposed to read. Yeah. All right. Now, Adam had sexual relations with his wife, Eve. Man, that's just right out there, isn't it? <laughs> I love how scripture I, just like gets to the point. <laughs> I, I thought I remembered in the King James, it said, now Adam lied with his wife, Eve. And of course, they were sinners now, so they were lying <laughs> to each other. But no, that's not what it means. Yep. <laughs> uh, because she became pregnant. All right, when she gave birth to Cain, she said, with the Lord's help, I have produced a man. Later, she gave birth to his brother and named him Abel. Now we, you know, chuckling a little bit as we begin here, but it's it's so sad what what goes on here. I mean, right away after sin enters the picture, that sin divides us from God, and then it divides people from people. Yeah. Well, and you think about it, they're the first family. There's nobody mm-hmm. else around. You know, they're tight knit. All they've got mm-hmm. is each other. Yeah. And now the the family's about to be blown apart. Oh, it's it's awful. When they grew up, Abel became a shepherd, while Cain cultivated the ground. When it was time for the harvest, Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord. Abel also brought a gift, the best portions of the firstborn lands from his flock. The Lord accepted Abel and his gift, but he did not accept Cain and his gift. This made Cain very angry, and he looked dejected. A lot of people have tried to speculate, okay, why did God accept one and not the other? And some have said, well, because it was a meat offering or a blood offering. That's why Abel's was accepted and Cain's was not a blood offering, and so God rejected it. But I don't think that's yeah, the case. I think it either. went down to the heart, didn't it? Yeah, because there, there were there were grain offerings that we have in Old Testament law. Yeah, and so no, I, I think God well, indicates that later on that if you yeah. do well, that yours would be re- accepted. Yeah. They've also tried to speculate. Okay, how do we know? How did they know that one? We don't know, but yeah. but we do know that they knew. Yeah. And so instead of Cain fixing things himself, he just, he became envious and became angry. And you have a rift now between two brothers and it's this case today. Almost any sort of drama in family, Mm -hmm. extended family, whatever it is, a lot of it can be traced right down to envy. And that's what you have here with these two brothers. So why are you so angry? Verse six, the Lord asked Cain, why do you look so dejected? You will be accepted if you do it as right. But if you refuse to do it as right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you, but you must subdue it and be its master. I love that line. Isn't that so good? I mean, that's from God's mouth. It's just, it's paints such a beautiful, not beautiful, it paints this dangerous picture. Sin yeah. is crouching at the door, eager to control you. And that is the reality of all of us. Today, as you go out your day, sin is crouching at the door, wanting to control you. You must subdue it and be its master. And he also gives responsibility to Cain that, None of us can ever say the devil made me do it or I, it was, the temptation was just too irresistible yeah. because he said, you, you can, you can master this. You don't have to give in. Yep. But we see in verse 8, he did. One day Cain suggested to his brother, let's go out into the fields. And while they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Afterward, the Lord asked Cain, where's your brother? Where's Abel? I don't know. Cain responded, am I my brother's guardian? Of course, we know this is, am I my brother's keeper? That's been quoted time and time again. And And the answer is, yes, you are. But the Lord said, what have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. 
Now you are cursed and banished from the ground, which has swallowed your brother's blood. Remember, he was a farmer. No longer will the ground yield good crops for you, no matter how hard you work. From now on, you'll be a homeless wanderer on the earth. And Cain replied to the Lord, my punishment is too great for me to bear. You want to pick up here in verse 14? Yeah. You have banished me from the land, from your presence. You have made me a homeless wanderer. Anyone who finds me will kill me. And some have asked, okay, how can there be anybody else out there? It, it yeah. appears as though there's been a whole society that's developed. Right. And of course, that'd be a, a much longer conversation. Uh, we do know that Adam and Eve had other children besides Cain yeah. and Abel, and that's yeah. going to, you know. And some of these questions are really, if you ever go to the Creation mm -hmm. Museum in Kentucky, um, they, they actually kind of spell some of these out, that when you have a family living for hundreds of years, it, uh, societies can pop up very quickly. Very quickly, rapidly, yeah. absolutely. The Lord replied, no, I will give you a sevenfold punishment to anyone who kills you. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain to warn anyone who might try to kill him. So Cain left the Lord's presence and settled in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Cain had sexual relations with his wife, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. Then Cain founded a city, which he named Enoch after his son. Enoch had a son named Erod. Erod we had a... Now we had, had an Erod who was our guide. Our in guide Israel. in Israel, that's right. Erod became the father of... You're going to have to help me with some of these names, Dad. Mahujel. Mahujel. Mahujel became the father of Methusael. Methusael became the father of Lamech. Lamech married two women. The first was Ada, and the second was Zila. Ada gave birth to Jabal, who was the first of those who raised livestock and lived in tents. His brother's name was Jubal, the first who played the harp and flute. I wonder if Jubilee comes from that. <laughs> Interesting. Lamech's other wife, Zila, gave birth to a son named Tubal Cain. He became an expert in forging tools of bronze and iron. Tubal Cain had a sister named Nama. One day, Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zila, hear my voice, listen to me, you wives of Lamech. I have killed a man who attacked me, a young man who wounded me. If someone who kills Cain is punished seven times, then the one who kills me will be punished 77 times. Mm. Adam had sexual relations with his wife again. She gave birth to another son. Now, I don't, I don't think this is chronological. I think that no. this happened far before you right. know, Cain had kids. And, and she, it's something to remember about ancient literature. We get, we get messed up a lot of times when we read things like this. And we think, it, we think of this from Western eyes and from Western literature, from that perspective. But yeah. it wasn't important in ancient literature for uh, something like this to be given chronologically. It's more topical. Yes, she gave birth to another son. She named him Seth. For she said, God has granted me another son in place of Abel, whom Cain killed. When Seth grew up, he had a son and named him Enosh. At that time, people first began to worship the Lord by name. Now, there's some really cool stuff in here if you've got a good study Bible. And I, I would encourage you to think about that if you want to study the scriptures more deeply, that there's so many things in here I would love to have gone into, even the meaning of some of these names and what it was indicating. And remember, yeah. the Genesis is the book of beginnings, and so it's speaking of the beginnings of a lot of things here. But uh, we don't have time for that in a simple reading because our idea of go reading through the scriptures like this is to get a broad understanding of these scriptures and studying it in detail. That, that's a study, not a reading. Yeah. And there's a good Bible that we we do uh, 
advise, and that is the NLT Study Bible. Yeah, it's a great we, In fact, we sell that. If you go to the bridge, we sell mm -hmm. that at, at our, the bridge locations, but you can also go on like Amazon or, yep. uh, you know, just Google it. But NLT, which is the version that we're reading out of, NLT Study Bible. Yeah, actually the Life Application Study Bible is what you're, I think what you're Oh, is that of. the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, the NLT right. Life Application Study yep. Bible. Now there is the also the NIV Study Bible. The NLT Life Application Study Bible, that's the one we recommend. That's more practical. The NIV Study Bible will get into a little bit more detail if you really want the yeah. the little heavier duty study yeah. notes. Yeah. All right. Let's go over to Proverbs. Yeah. Proverbs seven is the the chapter for today. And we wanted to. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, we spent so much in Proverbs yesterday. I know. So we're I just going to whet the appetite a little bit here. In verse six, Dad, you were pointing this out. Yeah. It, I mean, it's just a story, and I think you you got to read it yourself. So. A lot of times we're reading a verse and talking about it. Right now, I, I just want you to take a look at this yourself. And if you're listening to this on the app or if you're sitting down, a lot of people just open up their Bibles and follow along with us. And so this would be a good time. But he, he starts a story in verse 6, and it just helps us to understand the direction of sin, the way allurement and temptation takes place, how it gets a hold of us. We begin to consider it almost as Eve when she was looking at the fruit, and then we get we get locked in. And particularly when it comes to immorality or those sins of the flesh, where there's an appetite that begins to be you know be brought along, and the destruction of this young man. So it starts in verse six or verse seven. Yeah. I encourage you just go ahead and, and read yeah. that yourself. I mean, as we saw in Genesis chapter four, and now we're seeing in Proverbs seven when you read through it, sin starts out with you feel you feel good about it mm -hmm. often you feel well, course, good about it's i got a pleasurable yeah, or, it's a shortcut to something yeah. and it's what ended with abel's death and so today as you go about your day just remember that no shortcuts today no no shortcuts do it the right way and let's bear in mind as well it's a good way for us to end that all of this genesis is still looking forward towards the coming Messiah that was promised in our yesterday's reading in chapter 3, the Proto-Evangelium, the, the first gospel, that all of this is looking for. We've got a sin problem. Jesus came to solve it, and he did. Thanks for joining us, and we'll look forward to being with you again tomorrow.